Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Friday, September the 30th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, buttress, which means a projecting structure of masonry or wood for supporting or giving stability to a wall or building. Buttress. I hope everyone is enjoying their Friday or will enjoy their Friday. End of the work week is finally here. How about that? Well, the sun isn't shining here in North Carolina. Birds are still chirping. I can still hear the birds chirping. And of course, if you're listening to me, you are breathing. Uh, Hurricane Ian. Hurricane Ian rolls on. Uh, so much so, it is expected to uh, make landfall uh, again in South Carolina, around that Myrtle Beach area. Uh, expected to make landfall as a Category 1. And then expect, it is expected, uh, its directed path is supposed to move up into North Carolina uh, around 12 or so uh, this afternoon. So we're going to be getting, uh, it's already raining. Um, Pick it up a little bit. Uh, we got that sometime in the wee hours of the morning. Uh, this is just what they, I guess that outer band. The eye hasn't came on land yet. Yeah, that's expected to come on land around uh, South Carolina. But we've been getting the rain, and it's expected to get heavier around 12 lunchtime, if not a little bit before or a little bit after. And, man, Ian controls the, uh, continues to roll on. Uh you know, we're expected to receive the winds, the rain, the flooding, et cetera, et cetera, and a cashmere sweater. All the things that come along with a hurricane, it is a coming. So get ready, get ready, get ready. Uh, the, sadly, the death toll in Florida is now at 19, confirmed dead, and is expected to rise. A uh, lot of search and rescue, and maybe, uh, sad to say, not maybe, search and recovery has started. In Florida, man, the, the, the destruction, uh, the video footage, the picture, uh, the Instagram posts with people are showing how that those flood waters came into their homes. There's one, a guy was in an apartment, the door was closed. Uh, the, the door, you know, those apartments where it's enclosed, and then you go outside, there's multiple units or whatever. The door was closed, and then those flood waters, it didn't just uh, uh come under. It bust the door down. Uh, took it completely off the hinges in the frame. Like somebody had, had, had threw a, a bomb at it. That's how severe those flood waters and that pressure and those winds were down in that part of Florida. Man, if you see that video or you see those videos of the pe those people sitting in their homes and, 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 and they're in water, certainly makes you think and makes you realize how severe these storms are. This one here, Ian ain't playing. It ain't playing. It's, it's moving. Like I said, it continues to roll on. But they're saying, uh, of course, once it's, you know, onshore and it comes through North Carolina, they're saying by 12 or 1 o'clock this morning, uh, 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 well, tomorrow morning, it's expected to just, you know, roll through and just die out. But we're going to get some rain and winds and, like I said, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, in a cashmere sweater. So get ready. Um, 
pray, continue to pray for those down in Florida. That destruction, catastrophic, catastrophic destruction uh, from Mother, Mother Nature. It looks like a bomb has gone off in Florida. Oh, certainly that that along that western part, that west coast of Florida, it just does. Uh, and like I said before, it went across the peninsula of Florida uh, around. It came, you know, around Orlando and those areas, and there's destruction there. And then it went off onto the east coast side of Florida, sat off coast for a while. Uh, they were predicting that quite possibly it could build up strength and, and you know, resurface as a Category 4 like it did when it came ashore on Florida. But I believe they're saying now it's just going to be a Category 1. And once it makes landfall, it may start to break apart and turn into just a tropical depression or, or whatever or what have you. Uh, that would be the most favorable scenario, if I can say that. It just, you know, dies down and breaks apart. But who knows? I mean, who knows? Uh, that's the unpre unpredictability with these hurricanes. You never know which direction or how strong or how weak, uh, like I said, or what direction they're going in. You just don't. You have to sit back and watch and observe. I mean, all the predictions in the world don't mean nothing when this thing starts rolling. And that's what Ian is doing. It's rolling. It is rolling. All right, let's move along here, man. All right, Thursday night football. Man, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals defeated the Miami Dolphins, ended those that Dolphins win streak 27-15. to 15. All right, Bengals, one-time Super Bowl contenders. Maybe they picked back themselves back up off the ground because the season didn't start off too well for them. But that's not the big story. Uh, it, it just isn't. Oh, man. Uh, if you watch the game or, or, or you've seen the video footage, Dolphins starting star quarterback, uh, Tua, uh, like I said, I just, I just call him Tua. I can't say his last name. <laughs> I just can't. Uh, but he went down around the second quarter and, and he went down hard. He was slung to the ground again last Sunday. The same thing happened. And, uh, um, the Dolphins organization last week after the, the uh, he was slung to the ground and, and left the game, they said it was a back entry. But, uh, man, if you see that video footage of him uh, laying on the ground on his back in the second quarter with his arms up and his fingers locked, everything was locked. That's a head entry. That ain't no back. That's something neurological. Um. Many are saying, of course, now Monday morning quarterbacking, they're saying, why, what in the world was, why was he on that field? Very reminiscent somewhat of uh, the, the, the gentleman that played for the, uh, uh, what was at that time, the Washington Redskins, now the Washington Commanders, uh, Robert Griffin III. We all remember his injury. He went out and he had broke a leg or, or ankle or whatever. He sat out for the year and they were saying, hey, that with that type of injury, he should be out uh, pretty close to two years. They were saying 18 months. And he came back the next year, re-injured, and he was out of football. Oh, wow. Um, very reminiscent. Uh, Tua, man, if you, I believe they stopped showing the video. Now they just show him being carted off the field because he laid down on that field for a while. I guess they had to stabilize him. And they put him on a stretcher and he rolled off. But if you see that, if you were one of the, the, the watch the game or saw the video when it right after it had just happened, him laying on that field with his arms and his fingers and his fingers, you could tell they were locked because they they weren't straight at all. Uh, 
man, you, you, you had to stop and, and, and look and, and, and say and say a solid prayer. Because that 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 was. I, 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 I've never seen anything like that to see someone with that that type of injury injury during a game and you see it firsthand. That ain't no back problem. That's something neurological. And I ain't no doctor or no specialist or whatever or what have you. But my common sense tells me after looking at that, he had something going on. Uh, like I said, a lot of people are Monday morning quarterbacking. Yeah, he probably shouldn't have been on that field. Now, some are saying, hey, he could have just told the, the, the training staff or whatever, hey, forget it. I'm going out anyway. Many athletes do that. Or it could have been the Dolphins organization or the Dolphins training staff that was pushing them to go out. I mean, they were 3-0. and They haven't had a record this good in, in, <laughs> in decades. Uh, so who knows? But whatever the case, it's looking like he shouldn't have been on that field. Because I saw the game last week, and when he hit that ground then, then he got back up and stumbled. I was saying to myself, well, well, wait a minute. What in the world? And then the Dolphins came out and said it was a back injury. I'm look, I'm thinking to myself, that ain't no back injury. This guy stumbled. You know, with a back injury, you, you see people, they, they, they can't get up or they get up awkward looking. They're trying to stretch or whatever. He jumps up and, and starts to walk and stumbles. That's something neurological. Um. That's that the nerves, the spine or the brain, whatever, however you want to say it, concussion protocol. Yeah, I give you that. But that's something that's more than a back injury. And I'm not downplaying a back injury here, folks. I'm just not. But that was something more than that. And it showed last night. Man, uh, pray for him. Pray for this guy here. Man, uh, I know he loves the game. He, he, he just does. You can tell. But, man. I think at some point in time, you know, we as humans, we oftentimes, we, we, we're we told early on in life, hey, play through or work through the pain, persevere. But hey, you got to know your body and your limits. And, and you, sometimes you got you to gotta stop and pull the plug your damn self, regardless of a training staff or regardless of an organization or regardless of your own mind telling you to go forward. You got to know your body. You know, I preach that a lot on here. Uh, knowing your body is paramount. You know your limits. You know what lane you need to stay in. You just do. You just do. You just do. Uh, anyway, praying for him, man. To, to see that 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 was that totally just threw me. Just threw me. All right, let's go get it. Now, uh, like I said, today is September the thirtieth. That end of September. And it also is the end of uh, Prostate Awareness Month. So I wanted to go back a little bit and talk to you guys and and, and just uh, refresh and refurbish your minds on the importance of prostate awareness. Uh, like uh, with, with many of these ailments or, or diseases or conditions, it is. It can be manageable, and it could be can be treatable if it's detected early. So that's the importance of those early screenings. That's the importance of those routine doctor's visits. Now, uh, a prostate is, a, of course, it's a small gland in the male reproductive system, essential in producing fluid that enriches semen. Now, oftentimes, because of the location to the bladder, uh, the urethra. 
Prostate cancer may be accompanied by a variety of urinary symptoms during the early stages. We all know that. Depending on the size, location, a tumor can press on or constrict the urethra, the duct by which flows out the bladder, slowing the flow of urine. Uh, you know, that's we talked about that. That's when a lot of uh, the drips, or, or it's a very weak, slow stream. Uh, but the drips, uh, I've heard many men say the drips are the, are the worst because you're sitting there and you're trying to go to the bathroom and you know you got to go to the bathroom. And it's little or nothing is happening. Man. Now, here are the, uh, some of the early symptoms and signs of prostate cancers. And this is where, I, uh, uh, once again, I got to say, be aware of your body. Pay attention to what's going on with your body. Don't ignore it. Not, not only pay attention, but don't ignore it. A lot of us, we ignore it. Uh, once again, back to that working through or playing through the pain mantra that a lot of us have, have grown up with. Now, one of the early symptoms or signs is uh, burning or pain while urinating. Uh, difficulty urinating, stopping, starting, that slow drip. Frequent urges to urinate at night. That means you're up constantly using the bathroom every 30, 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, that plays right into that bladder control. Uh, the adult diapers, yeah. Uh, decreased flow or velocity of urine stream. Uh, it's either light or, once again, the drips. Blood in the urine. Yeah, that was certainly uh, <laughs> certainly should sound an alarm. Uh, blood in the semen, blood in semen. Yeah, that should sound another alarm. Uh, erectile dif dysfunction. Yeah, <laughs> for a lot of us, if that happens, wow. Yeah, you guys got to be aware of that. Or uh, a painful ejaculation. That should really, really tell you something's going on. Um, all of these early signs, this is just you being aware of, of what's going on with your body. You paying attention and not ignoring it. Like I said, a lot of times we will ignore signs, pain. Just will. For whatever reason, for whatever mindset, we will ignore it until it gets too late a lot of times. Uh, and in the advanced stage, stages of prostate cancer, uh, as far as the symptoms go, um, it, it's, it's, it has many, it has some additional symptoms because of the cancer, the cancer has spread at this point in the advanced stages when you you you, you haven't uh, done what you're supposed to or you ignored or you haven't done the routine doctor's visits or you haven't had the screening or it, when you do make it to the doctor, it so far has progressed so far and so fast in the advanced stages that, you know, the cancer starts to spread to other parts of the body, such as the bones. I really didn't know that. I got to be honest with you. I really didn't know uh, know that prostate cancer in the advanced stages, it spreads to the bones, the hip bones, and also to the lymph nodes. Now, we all know lymph nodes play an important part, not just in prostate cancer, but in any form of cancer, because the lymph nodes are, are what helps you fight off infection. That's your immune system. So yeah, in advanced stages, of course, like I said, with many other st uh, stages or forms of cancer, the lymph nodes, uh, yeah, they stop or, or, or slow down and work at the infection. But uh, the surprise for me was that the bones, I, I really didn't know. Um, in the advanced stages, when the cancer starts to spread, uh, one is it, one of its targets, if I can say that, is the hip bones. Wow. Didn't know that. Uh, that, you know, is followed by a, a swelling in the hip bone or pelvic area or even the legs. 
uh, numbness or pain in the hips, legs, or feet. Man. Uh, and then, of course, in the advanced advanced stages with your bones, uh, the pain, and it's a persistent pain, and it leads to fracturing. Your bones start to break apart. So there's a lot of things with prostate cancer that I didn't know. But uh, like I tell you all the time, hey, I'm learning with you guys as I go along also. There's a lot of things I don't know. And, and that's the reason for me doing these podcasts, because I feel, hey, I ain't no doctor. I, I ain't no specialist. I ain't no counselor. I ain't none of that. I'm just a regular old dude who's educating himself and hopefully educating you to the point, just like myself, we'll start to think and be aware and be a more astute of what's going on with us and stop sitting around and saying, oh, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm all right. Then the whole while, the whole time, your body's falling apart. We've got to change that mindset. Uh, there's a lot of family being left behind because of the stubbornness of us as men, uh, for whatever reason, whether it be macho or whether it be weak, your, 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 your mind is saying, uh, it'll get better or whether it be, like I said, being macho, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm fine. Whatever the reason, there's a lot of family members that are left behind. A lot of sons, daughters, wives, uncles, cousins are just left in limbo, shock and awe that those loved ones, those males have, have left this world early, too early. All Well, it could have been avoided or, or it could have been maintained and manageable where you can live if you had just went and got those routine doctor's visits, those screenings, or just being uh, truthful with yourself, yourself and realizing, hey, wait a minute, something's going on. Let me go to get this checked out. You know, uh, I, I told you the predicted uh, number for prostate cancer this year alone. Uh, what, what was that? Upwards of uh, uh, 30 or 40,000 uh, men or 300, uh, close to 300, whatever the, the number was. I told you that number earlier, and that's way too much. If it can be maintained, manageable, because that's one of the things that they're saying with prostate cancer, when when we hear the tales of someone passing from prostate cancer, it's usually a high percentage of the time because they didn't get to the doctor fast enough. They waited too long. And there are some great success stories of those men that did those routine screenings, went to those routine doctor's visits, and they're still living and, and manageable and productive and, and their family is pleased as, as, as can be. They're still here because they were truthful with themselves. They admitted, hey, I got to go get this thing checked out. Something ain't right. They just did. They just did. So, yeah. Although you may feel or, or, or want to say to yourself, I'm all right, ain't nothing going on, man, be honest with yourself. Think about who you're leaving, leaving behind. Uh, like I've said numerous times, I just don't want to be that guy. I, I, I got to get on the stick. I've gotten on the stick. I just don't want to be that, that guy who leaves so many loved ones behind and they have to speak of you or speak about you and what was, not what is or what's going on, 
but what was as it relates to who you are. I, I don't want to be that guy. No way, no how. I just don't. I just don't. I just don't. So, yeah, get these routine screenings. Go to these doctor's visits on a regular, consistent basis. We just have to. We just do. We just do. These numbers and 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 the the like I I hate to, I hate to keep harping on that family aspect, but that's the main thing for me. That's the catalyst for me. I don't want to leave anyone back here to fend for themselves, especially my kids. They need you, no matter what you think or or, or what you believe. Now, and the uh, one of the things that came out also as it relates for black men, or and and that kind of threw me uh, also. Now, the American Cancer Society uh, recommends that the following groups talk to the doctor about testing. Uh, men 50 or older who have an average risk in life expectancy of at least 10, year, 10 more years. Uh, men 45 or older with a high risk, including black men with a family history. Uh, what they called a first degree relative. That's a brother or father that has or had prostate cancer or may have died from prostate cancer before the age of 65. That was the first time I ever heard of that first degree relative. They really put things in perspective. So if you're a black man, 45 of old or older, and you had a brother and a father or a father that died before the age of 65, you may want to see, not may, you seriously need to go and talk to your doctor about the testing, the screening, and maintain those regular doctor's visits. And this all this even goes down to men 40 or older who have a high risk, uh, such as, again, such as more than one first-degree relative diagnosed with prostate cancer at an early age. So if you have a prostate cancer, you have relatives in the past that have died from prostate cancer, early age, around 40, yeah, go get tested. And we, I've read some stories of uh, those that were younger than 40 that had prostate cancer. That was that family history, that, that uh, uh, high risk uh, or more than uh, one first degree relative that it was diagnosed, yeah. That early on, 30 years old, and you're dealing with prostate cancer or 40 years old, and, and you, you're running the risk of, of getting prostate cancer or 45 and you're running the risk of prostate cancer or 50 and, and you're running the risk of, of prostate cancer where you have a life expectancy less than 10 years or right at 10 years, go get checked. All three of these categories, bottom line, Go get checked. Maintain those routine doctor's visits and those early screenings. Yeah, I'm going to keep harping on it. And I'm going to keep saying it until the cows come home. There is no other way to say it. There's no gray area. There's no wiggle room. We have to start taking care of our bodies. Uh, yeah, we have a bevy of problems and things we have to do to uh, deal with as it relates to maintaining a household or a family or work. Yeah. But you got to prioritize. You got to put yourself first. And that's what I've learned. Put yourself first. There's no shame in it. There's no arrogance. There's no machismo. The machismo is when you're sitting around, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm fine. I don't need to go to no doctor. That's the that's machismo. That's the machismo. That's the macho crap. Nonsense. The, the, the mindset of, hey, I'm going to take care of myself and check on myself first, that ain't got nothing to do with being macho. That's you handling your responsibilities as a being walking this earth. 
Just his. The asinine logic of ain't nothing wrong with me. I don't need to go to no doctor. Yeah, I got a little pain, but it'll go away. That's that machismo. That's the ignorance. That's the nonsense. And that goes back to that stigma of, of us growing up and, and being told what a man is, what it takes to be a man. Now we know, or now we're learning, and now we flat out know that wasn't right. <laughs> that was way off. That ain't no man. It just isn't. So take care of yourself. Monitor yourself. Check yourself. Examine yourself. Be honest with yourself. If you got something going on and you've had a pain or, or whatever or what have you for a while, you might, it ain't no might. You need to go get checked out, homie. <laughs> go get that thing checked out. Come on now. Stop playing around. It, it, it could be something, like I said, that's manageable. That you'll do fine. Or it could be a, a prostate cancer. I don't know. I don't think prostate cancer is reversible or whatever. But it could be another ailment that's reversible. If you just go get checked out and know what's going on with yourself and start doing things or start being more active. Uh, that's a lot, of, a lot of these ailments that we have, not necessarily prostate cancer, but a lot of these ailments that we have is because we're not active like we used to be or should be. Nobody says you have to go in the gym and lift the whole damn gym. Nobody says you have to go run a marathon and, and uh, two hours after getting off work. But you got to do something. You got to start somewhere. And that's what I've discovered. Uh, yeah, it's hard a lot of times to get, act, get back active and, and, and get moving and motivated. Because, hey, like I said, we have a lot going on in our lives with family, kids, wife, job, bills, you name it, it can be hard to get motivated sometimes. And, and what I found and what I realized before I got up and got moving, I would come home from work. <laughs> I would come home from work and just flop on the couch with a beer. I just would. So uh, change your mind. Change your, your thought process. Put that beer down, get up and get active. Uh, like I said, nobody says you have to go to the gym. Nobody says you have to go outside and run. It could be you just sitting in your house and doing some exercises, stretching. Or you going back out in the backyard by yourself, stretching out, doing some calisthenics or something. Do any and everything to get active, get back moving. We just have to. There's no way around it. And, you know, as I've done these podcasts, as it relates to men's health, and the different uh, diseases and ailments that have have I've learned about, or I'm, I'm getting more uh, of an understanding of how our mind know how the body works, but how our mind is geared, and and how we how we view our health. I'm learning that I, hey, I had a lot of those. Uh, ass backwards views and beliefs about what a man is. I just did. And that goes that goes back to society and how we were raised and how we interact in society, how we don't want to appear to be some uh, sucker or soft or weak or timid or docile. So we'll sit there and let our body go to waste all because we don't want to appear weak when in all actuality we are weak 
So that's why I keep harping in and saying, hey, change your mindset. Change your belief. As long as you're breathing, you can do it. Uh, hey, I, I'm, I'm working on myself every single day. The bad habits that I have, I now realize that they were bad. They're bad habits and I didn't create these bad habits overnight and I ain't going to change them overnight. It's a process. Embrace the process. Just to, just to, I'm going to get on out of here, man. I got to go to work later on. Yeah, I can hear the rain picking up. I can hear the rain picking up. Man, hope we don't lose power. Hope we don't lose power. Uh, Pray for those down in Florida and those affected down there by this storm. And, And just keep moving. Be aware of your body also with this prostate cancer. Uh haven't really looked and thought about what's going on in October. I know it's something coming up. <laughs> I'll let you guys know. It's <laughs> always every month there's something going on. Uh, an awareness about something. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, wherever you are listening or streaming, hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. Keep you in the loop. Thank you for listening. This is Stephen Cornegay for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.